Mary Alice, I'm not going to read scripture today. I think I'm just going to assign scripture. We, we've been going through the book of John, and we got to chapter 6, which is, at least it includes a long chapter, but it includes the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. Mm -hmm. So I, I, every time I teach on this particular subject, I always have to look at a lot of different scripture. It's one of the miracles that's in all four Gospels. All four. So I'll make sure I get this right. I'm, I think I can guess and get it right, but it's in Matthew 14, Mark 6, Luke 9, and also in John chapter 6. And whenever I'm working on a message on this, I have to look at all four Gospels because typically I need to extract something, some it's element. It's like you were saying yesterday, if you go to different places in Scripture, you get different details. Yeah, I, I really believe that's one of the reasons why we have the story of Jesus four times in the Bible. I mean, there are a lot of reasons, and we could get into those someday. But I think God is just giving us little details in different Gospels that, that enhance the story. But here... I, I know that most people know the story of the feeding of the 5,000. The crowd's mm -hmm. hungry. Jesus mm -hmm. has been teaching all day. They don't have any food. Jesus sends the disciples out to come up with a plan. All they can come up with is a little boy with a sack lunch. In fact, I even did a talk on that called Sack mm -hmm. Lunch, I think, last year. And so there are five little tortillas and two tiny fish. And Jesus takes that lunch and breaks it and feeds probably somewhere around 20,000 people. And so that's where you start needing a lot of the different gospels to put in details because Jesus dismisses the crowd, but he sends the disciples on in the ship. And it's interesting that they don't ask him, why aren't you going with us? He just sends them, sends them off. And then he goes off to pray after he's dismissed the disciples. Well, the disciples, they believe they're headed for Capernaum. You and I have been there. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. a fishing community. Mm -hmm. It is where they were from. They were comfortable. No, it's kind of their home base. It's their home base. So he's just saying, you guys go on. And so they're headed for Capernaum, which is on one side of Lake, Lake Sea of Galilee, or Lake Gennesaret, whatever you want to call it. Uh, also, uh, Lake Chinaroth. There's three different names for it. So the disciples, okay. They, Jesus said, do it. In fact, one of the, one of the, uh, trans, one of the um, gospels said Jesus made them yeah. get in the boat. So they're, they're headed over uh, toward Capernaum. But in the middle of the night, they get into a really, really bad storm. And Jesus sees them. This is a really interesting text because he is miles away. It's dark. Mm -hmm. And yet the Bible says Jesus sees them. And what, that's beautiful to me because it tells me when we're going through a storm, mm -hmm. he sees us. And so, you know, the Lord will do whatever it takes to get to us. And mm -hmm. so he starts off toward them, according to the Bible, walking on the water. And that's a great story, too. But that's not really what I want to talk about today. I mean, I would encourage you to read all four Gospels because there are a lot of wonderful nuggets that will do something for your soul today. The Scriptures tell us, though, that when Jesus got into the boat and they were in that storm, that the boat landed a long way away from Capernaum. In fact, it landed on the other side of the lake. It landed in a place called Gennesaret. And there, there was a whole lot of ministry that Jesus and his disciples did. Mm -hmm. I've always thought about how interesting it is. They thought they were heading for where they were comfortable to just chill. And yet, because of the storm, they wound up in a place where they were able to minister and a lot of lives mm -hmm. were changed. And so this little simple thought today for all of us who follow Jesus who go through storms, mm -hmm. it is this. Sometimes it's the storms that blow us where we need to be. Mm. You know, we want to go to a place that's comfortable. And yet, 
God will allow a storm to come in our life and it will reorient, restructure our lives and we'll wind up in a place where we never thought we would be and yet we'll discover it's in that place and it could be a geographic place, it could be uh, a relationship place, but it's in that place that we sort of discover our destiny. What do you think about that, Renelis? I think that's so powerful because it's sometimes when we feel like we've been blown off course that we suddenly see God working. Maybe it's a strategic relationship like it was in this case there were people that God was going to minister to you and how many times have we we had our life interrupted or had some kind of an event um, I mean we just went through this tornado yeah. not 10 days ago and, and how many stories have we already heard of how God has used some of these difficulties to work and move in the lives of people well this has definitely been our story yes. you know uh, now that we're not young like we were anymore I mean when we started when I started pastoring, I was 20 and you weren't quite 19 yet. You know, that's been a long time ago. It's been a great journey of 45 years. But so many times, it's been the storms that have blown us right where God wanted to put I mean, Kansas. Yes. <laughs> you know, right, this is a long story that, that probably doesn't belong here, but I'll just throw this out real quickly. I know a year or so before we wound up, even contemplating Kansas, there was a church in Fort Worth, mm -hmm. uh, a tremendous opportunity uh, that wanted me to become pastor. And unfortunately, their pastor had died, and I had actually preached for them during the season. And so this church was just—I mean, it was an extraordinary opportunity in in that growth corridor, you know, that Watauga Keller. And they were uh, really sweet people. Oh, they were sweet. It would have kept us home oh, by goodness. our family. Oh, it yeah. would have been—it would have been a great, great opportunity. And so. I preached for them and they started, I think, with 50 some odd candidates to be pastor. They narrowed it down to two. And one was the age of my dad. In fact, he was one of my dad's friends. But I remember getting the phone call from the, uh, from the search committee chairman. And he called me and he said, we, we've settled on you. We want you to be our next pastor. And I never will forget when I heard him say, now you are 32, aren't you? I was 32, I was 24. I guess I've always looked old. I said, no, I'm, I'm 24. And you could just hear the gasp that came out, you know, and ultimately they, they decided for the other guy. And and yet it wasn't long after that till the church in Kansas started contacting us. And you, you look back on that, and we thought that was a storm. We thought, mm -hmm. in fact, I probably, I was probably as disappointed by that. It was hard. It was hard because we were I were expecting Jonathan and it's. Oh, like yeah. Him. I know the president of my college called them and said, look, mm -hmm. if you get Mark, you know, he's he's like 50 years old in maturity. And even and so, you know, he, he pleaded with them, but they just couldn't see that. And, and we thought it was such a storm. And yet I remember the I remember the first day that we had 6,000 in attendance at New Spring, and we had to drive to Texas that afternoon. And there was a barbecue mm -hmm. restaurant that we liked mm -hmm. in those days that mm -hmm. was close by. And we drove by that church, and it, it had never grown. It's never changed. It didn't even have a website, you know. And I'm not saying, I mean, I'm not, I'm not measuring that way. It was just like the Holy Spirit said, see, I told you. You know, that storm blew you where you needed to be. That's right. That wasn't where God wanted us. No. It just seemed like it would be. And, and it's... But it was a it was a time of great disappointment and confusion. I well, think. it would have been Capernaum yeah. for us. Right. It's comfortable. Right. We, we yeah. know the city. Absolutely. We know the town. Yes. We know what's happening in that part of the city. How that mm -hmm. that could be a tremendous uh, location. It was our Capernaum, and instead, the Lord uh, allowed that storm to blow us to a completely different place. So we're not mm -hmm. trying to be personal. We just mm -hmm. want to share our word that confirms that what the scriptures tell us here is true. So if you're going through a storm today. 
I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm not trying to say it's not painful. It is painful. Storms are hard. Storms are hard. But kind of like we saw yesterday, where there's a time where God is building our character. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and just pay attention in your life how many times those storms will blow you exactly where you need to be. Absolutely. Mary Alice, would you pray for us? Yes. Oh, Father, we're so thankful that you are with us in the storm. And we're thankful that you have a plan that's bigger than the storm. And, and that you have something in store for us that uh, is on the other side of that storm. And thank you for steering us, even through the, the uh, unexpected winds and difficulties. Thank you for taking us to where you want us to be, where you can use us to be a light shining to others and be a blessing to others and uh, fulfill your purpose in our lives. And I pray that that's always our aim every day, is to be uh, where you want us to be and for you to be using us for your glory and honor to build your kingdom. We just thank you, Father, for your uh, grace and mercy on us and for your presence and guidance. And for each and every person that's watching or listening today, I pray a special blessing on them. And as you work in our lives, we're just going to give you all the glory and the praise. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today on Noah's Window. We'll look forward to the Friday edition coming up tomorrow. That's right. See you soon. See you God soon. bless.